Rumble Flare, Part 19, A Tuft of Grass for My Pillow. Another fine breakfast. The caster has excelled himself. Now then, Vivian, put down that last slice of egg and sausage pie and listen to me. Last? Oh, I say. You must begin interrogation soon, all right? Oh, yeah, quite right, Armentrude. Absolutely agreed. Uh, 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 who should I be interrogating, my love? The treasury guards, of course, to see if they know about any money being stolen. Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> Winfrith the Weaver and I will begin work on organizing Crabtide's paperwork in order to try and track any money that might have been miscalculated. Oh, can't you assist me with the interrogations? You always know what to say. No, Vivian, I just told you I need to help go over the numbers. Unless you'd rather do that. Numbers? No, 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 you know me, duh. Six and nine make a ruddy mess in my mind. No, no. Right. So you can find someone else to help you ask the right questions. Oh, very well. I wonder whereabouts Crabtite and the others will be at this moment. Well, if they made good time yesterday, they should have stayed at the Stained Smock Inn last night in Flangerkinshire and be readying to set off again now. Uh, uh goodly innkeeper, uh, this bill which you have written out for us. I wonder if I might make some queries. Oh, just pay the man, Lord Crabtite, and let's get on. I'm a woman. I'll uh, wait outside. Uh, firstly, what does roll mean exactly? Well, you know, it just sort of means extras. Fussy bits, you know. But what are they? If I'm to pay two groats, I'd like to know exactly what it's for. Ah, cough it up, man. We haven't got all day to stand quibbling over this. Yeah, well, it isn't your cash we're coughing up, is it, Wallace? Just let me deal with this, all right? Look, it's only two groats, Master. What's that to you? Just tell me what I'm paying for. I don't think that's too much to ask. Well, it's a little embarrassing, you might say. I think a man who can stand and argue over two groats is probably beyond embarrassment, alas. Keep your hooter out of this, Grundleburn. Go wait outside with Diggory and Wallace. Well, you know when you asked for some entertainment? Yes, uh, the balladeer came to our table. Uh, that's surely down on the bill as uh, sweet music, though. Oh, tis so, Master, I. But you know when he'd finished singing the song about the lonely goat herd? Yes. Well... He started to sing another song, didn't he? Yes. And do you remember what that song was about? Uh, no. Uh, my memory is a little foggy. We had drunk much wine by then, for which I shall be paying three shillings, I note. Well, that song was a racy number about a milkmaid and a farm hand. Oh. And I'm afraid titillating ballads is two groats extra. Special service, see? But we didn't ask him to sing that stuff. Still, you didn't stop him. I didn't even know what it was till he was five stanzas in. It's still two groats. Outrageous! I'm not paying. Now, we ain't gonna have a disagreement, 
are we? We're right in the middle of one, lady. This is extortion. You'll pay, master, or you'll be arguing it out with my boy. Bring it on. Get him out here. Og. Put down that customer and come over and play with this one here. Uh, no need, goodly woman, for your handsome, strapping, towering son to get involved. Uh, we shall pay the bill as it stands, most fair and justly written out as it is. No, we bleeding won't. Do you want to be sat on by that great ogre? Uh, one pound, six shillings and two groats, is it not? Aye. This is ridiculous. Get thee over the threshold, Lord Craptite. There. The amount in full. Thank ye for thy hospitality, thy fine wine, and thy excellent tuck. Thank you, Sir Knight. Now, could I, perchance, purchase a flask of ale that we might wet our collective whistles as we journey on, good woman? That'll be twelve pence, Sarah. Um, I have but seven pence left me. Will that suffice, good woman? Hog! Never mind. Onward, merry band. <laughs> Quickly. Ah, Elder Sackcloth, thank you for popping along. Great Uh, king, uh, I thank you most humbly for thy gracious invitation. Why, it is as it was when Jethro was called before the merits of Canee. So great was his honour that his heart did burst right ickily. From his very ribcage, and he did dieth verily on the spot. When news of his death was brought to the merits, there was much hanging of heads among the hallowed holy men, and one spake, saying, Yea, who now will fetch us victuals for the eating thereof? For it was Jethro who said to me but this very morning that he was passing by the marketplace. Yes. Now, now I've asked you up here to help me out with questioning the guards. You, you know we're having an issue with disappearing cash, of course. Oh, verily, sire. We shall inquisit these men with merciless scrutiny. Morning, your majesty. Elder Sackcloth. Morning! Sorry, but you're going to have to shift it out of here, lads. Lads? Yes, sorry, Vivian, but we need the floor space. Oh, planning a dance session, are we? Oh, how fun, huh? No, sire. We need room to spread out all Crabtite's papers. It's the only way we can get a handle on it all. A spot for out and out on spot. First rule of business. We've tried going through it in piles, but it's in such a state. It would be quicker to lay everything out and get a clear picture of what we have as a whole. Right, well, if you say so. Thank you, Vivian. Bring it in, lads. God of mercy, there's an army of them. Mayhap we could sneak use of the dining hall, Majesty. Good shout, old man. Let's head there first. So sorry. Do excuse me. If I could just... Wedi bob and gwrs. Roi the wedi bob and eirir. Bydd angorak anamoroedd. 
Roithwedi cadem forvio anambled, Roithwedi boom and galu havio kalond. Are you looking forward to seeing your homeland again, Wallace? More than you can imagine, Grundleburn. Some days my heart aches at the memory of it. Why did you leave? If you don't mind my asking. We come to the village of Penall, Predwin and me. The problem is there's absolutely no provision made for the pegged leg in Penall. Everywhere you turn, there's a muddy track on a grassy hill. Absolute pain in the rump. Literally. The amount of times I went down in it. Eventually, I had enough. We decided to move to a place that had cobbled pathways. The great uh, glittering castle of Crumblevan. <laughs> Little did we know. Yes, it isn't quite as it was in its heyday. It doesn't live up to the legend, does it? However, the streets are still cobbled. Merlin told me of Crumblevan. He said it was the new Camelot. The way he described it, it sounded like heaven on earth. <laughs> Turned out to be a bunch of nutters inside a set of crumbling walls. <laughs> That's uh, saving your presence. <laughs> you knew Merlin? Oh, goodness, I would love to have met him. What a great and wise man. Boy, oh, he was very old, like. Mad as a bag of badgers by then. You know... He'd convinced himself by that time that he was ageing backwards. <laughs> uh, I said to him, Merlin, mate, you ain't getting younger. You're just getting shorter. <laughs> Still, a great man. <laughs> now then, Scab, we shall, as we walk, review the lessons on the chivalric code we went over yesterday. Can you recall the first three virtues thereof? Uh, faith, charity, and uh, temperance, Sir Knight. Very good. You did witness these three qualities in play but this morning in my interaction with the goodly innkeeper. Faith, that God would guide me. Charity, for I did pay the extra two groats without quibble. And temperance for I did restrict my request for ale to only a single flask. But what about the fourth virtue, a resolution? You weren't very resolute when you pegged it out of there whimpering. <gasps> I never whimpered, young scab. I think me that your remembrance is quite in error there. I mean, you were pretty resolute in running away, uh, I suppose. I still can't believe you paid at all. Ruddy inns are all a right rip-off. All innkeepers are nout but extortionists and inebriates. Well, you can rest easy on that score, Lord Crabtite, for there aren't any more inns on our road now. You what? Where are we going to sleep? On the ground, boyo. What? Where'er we lay our heads, there be our pillow, a cloak for a blanket, and the stars for a roof. No roof? The weather should hold. There's not been a cloud in the sky all day. You want me to lie down in the dirt? This is absurd. But you can stand up if you really want. We'll need someone to stay awake and keep watch. In case of wolves. Wolves? Right. Ooh, my back. That's the last of it. All done over here, Windrith. What's that, your majesty? Make your voice heard. 
First rule of business. I said that's all of it. Moderate your voice a bit. You'll bring the whole place down like that. Now that we've got it all laid out nice and careful, we can make a proper start. I can't believe that every inch of the floor is covered. How Crabtight managed to keep track of anything is a mystery. A mystery I hope we can get to the bottom of. So, Winfrith, you start looking at the tax takings over on the east side, and I'll start over to the west with the expenses. And when we meet in the middle, maybe we'll have some answers. Oh, I'm sorry, my darling, but... Get out! Get out! Close the door! You've ruined everything! What? Look, we can't use the dining hall. Castro kicked us out as he's setting up for dinner. We don't give a weaver's elbow about that, you great daft idiot. Look what you've done to all these papers. That ought to be great daft idiot king. Uh, yes. No. I say... Get, Get out! out. Uh, right Here's some firewood. Are you sure there's nowhere we could stay the night? Indoors? This year will suit us well, boy. Bit of tree cover to keep the wind at bay. Nice and dry under peg. Very pleasant indeed. But what about the... Wolves? There aren't any werewolves. Or not in these parts, anyway. Were-were-what? You need not fear, Lord Crabtite. For if any beast of the forest were to approach, I would dispatch them right quickly with my sword. Oh. Yeah! You didn't bring your sword, did you? Because some sadist with a wooden gam thought we should pack light. I brought me bow and arrows. Fat lot of good that'd do us if the wolf is on top of us. Aye. Mauling us to death! Still... I'm keen to practice. He doesn't even know how to use it. I thought I was going to be eaten by a dragon. Looks like I won't even make it that far. Mushroom soup, anyone? I've been foraging. What are we going to make it in, eh? We can't call up for water, can we? So Rafe here even managed to fudge getting us any ale. I am exceedingly parched, it must be said. There's a stream not far off. I could collect some water, no problem. Wait. Don't move. Did you hear that? Good God. It's a wolf. A great big black wolf with slavery jaws and claws to tear us to pieces. Oh, yeah. Just look at the teeth on that dork, Geroff. That was Crumble Flam, with Callum Hale as King Vivian the Vague, Philippa James as Queen Abentrude the Organised, David Boyle as Lord Crabtite the Cunning, Jacqueline Johnson as Grundleburn the Great, Wayne Ingram as Sir Rafe Fairplay, Lewis Alcock as Elder Sackcloth, Alice Osmanski as Winfrith the Weaver and the Innkeeper, Dylan Alcock as Diggory Scab the Squire, and Christian Patterson as Wallace the Welshman. <laughs>